ready, ready, set, set, show, show, What's up, bitches? It's DT. What's up, hoes? It's Letty. And welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast, home of podcast greatness. Letty, how are you? I mean, I'm I'm feeling a little rough today, but I'm ready to tough it out. I ain't gonna lie, I'm pumped, Letty. I'm oh, yeah. pumped. I hate you're sick. It sucks, hey, man. the show must go on. The show must go on. That's what we're calling this one, guys. It's episode 29. Welcome back, everybody. I tell you, Letty, I love recording. Oh, man, I do, too. It's fucking amazing. Love this podcast. We make it work, guys. We're going to put out an episode each week. We had hoped Mo and Ben to join us this week, but with our schedules, Letty getting sick. Oh, yeah, put just a big fucking bump in everything. So you're stuck with us. But we got a great show planned. <laughs> we DT's do. put in some really hard work since I've been sick and been slacking, so. No, you ain't been slacking, hey, man. You can't <laughs> help being sick. And I tell, guys, when I tell you all, we've talked about it a lot, but, dude, our schedules are grueling. Trust me. But oh, yeah. we love this podcast. We're going to make it work. Kind of wanted to start off the show talking about just, just some little minor changes. Um we like to switch it up we always want to keep it fresh even if it may be little small things like this uh as y'all know last week we changed douchebag of the week to dumbass dumbass Dumbass. of the week a change that i'm glad we made oh yeah it fits it way better yeah it really does we're actually gonna be changing the name sports junkie kind of talk to letty after this week's show and it'll probably be the new name will take effect next week, but that that's another change. And then, Letty, tell them what we're going to be doing with story time. All right, with story time, we're going to be switching it up. Me and ZT, we both love creepy pastas. We both love scary stories. Here lately, we've been running out of topics for story time. We really don't want to get rid of it. And DT came up with, we're going to dedicate story time to creepy pastas, scary stories. I mean, we might switch it up every now and then and throw in some personal stories and shit, but... From here on, that's what it's going to be for now. Uh, I'm excited because I yes, love these scary yeah. stories. I, I love creepy pastas and guys, I know I've said this before. Mr. Nightmare <laughs> on YouTube. I mean, he isn't really creepy pastas. I think he'll probably do some here and there. It's rare, but his yeah. fucking stories, like uh, three horror stories from a, a like a lockdown school lockdown or three creepy stalker stories and they're fucked up stories oh yeah and uh he's a he's one of the dudes i'm talking about like name some of your favorite creepy pasta like youtubers Uh, youtubers i watch i've watched a chaotic chaotic monkey he goes by cry he does a lot of readings of them uh creeps mick pasta mr creepy pasta They, they, they got some of these crazy names but and um the one where markiplier read the rake that was one of my all-time favorites. That's actually what got me into creepypastas. We have a good one from the ritual creepypastas, which those are... Those are probably, honestly, in my opinion, the scariest. Because, I yes. mean, if you do them, either it's going to happen or it's not. Yeah, and guys, just uh, kind of a fair warning ahead. We will leave when we read the creepypastas, because I'm not going to lie to you, the one today, it's a long one. I think the reading time, they timed it to 11 <laughs> minutes. But we will put it on creepypasta.com backslash 11-miles. 
And that's a good site for creepy pastas. Just creepy pasta all together, all lowercase.com. Check them out, man. Oh, yeah. um, any more, you know, like I said, always check the Facebook first. That's where we post anything relating to the show. So those are just some small changes. But Letty, who you shouting out this week? This week, I got a couple special shout outs, but they mainly stay the same. Like always, I'm going to shout out my daughter, Ruby. I mean, Mommy's Pride and Joy. She got to chair in her first game this weekend, and yeah. she did amazing. She got to lead the very first cheer that they cheered out. And Congrats, she, Ruby. Oh, yeah, she did great. I can't wait to see her blossom into something else at the end of the season. The only thing we got to work on, she's got to be more assertive with her voice. Give me an R. <laughs> And I mean, her being my kid, she's got this. She's got yeah. this. I mean, she'll be she'll be loud and proud and letting everybody know before the end of the season. Oh, yeah. um, got a little special shout out to Ben. This Friday is his birthday, so happy early birthday to you, you motherfucker. Happy birthday, Ben, to the tallest man in Greenville. To the tallest man in Greenville, standing at three foot eleven. Three foot eleven. Ben, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ben. <laughs> All y'all friends who listen, family. Um, greatly appreciate y'all showing support for this mom dad i don't know if you listen hope i'm making you proud probably not because this goes some crazy shit yeah you fans and listeners i mean appreciate y'all listening appreciate the support y'all show us every week in and out whether we're sick sometimes we might have a little bump in the road and sets us back a couple days but y'all have been there so greatly appreciate y'all dt who you shouting out this week gotta shout out my family love them so much we god man you you go to your lows your highs they're there with you it's a good feeling i love my family more than anything definitely shout out to them um gotta thank gotta thank drama bryant letty she's behind the scenes she is she's had a lot going on (laughs) I, i meant to say this last few episodes I'm not going to really get into detail, but it actually really is fucked up. So our thoughts are all with drama as she deals with all this crazy shit. And I mean, man, she's really been through some shit. We'll talk more about that, but definitely got to shout drama out. And guys, I'm telling you, if you got a small business, you want to get your name out there, you want to get heard, head on over to socialpoint24.com. Drama Bryant has some great packages. She's cheap. I mean, I think her highest one, it's like, what, 369 a year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. But it is excellent packages. You get your money's worth times 20. If you've got a big business and they're overcharging you, you think that, you know, hey, like that price right there is their highest. If you think that's good, go, definitely go check her out. Again, it's socialpoint24.com. You need to speak with her further. Hit her at her Gmail at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com drama as always we thank you kellen keller i always got to thank kellen man the man that inspired me to do this podcast and get it rolling thank you kellen everybody who listens to the show man again we can't say it enough we thank you guys so much to family friends new people to the show we welcome all of you and thank you so much and we actually have some special shout outs letty i i gotta i gotta thank personally you and ben when I had the situation happen with Netspin, you guys were there to help me out. Man, I man, want you to know. Yeah, man, I want you to know it means a lot. And to you too, Ben, and happy birthday. Tallest man in Greenville, Tallest lady. man in Greenville. Tallest man in Greenville. <laughs> I also want to shout out Greenville Vapor. Guys, we've talked about Greenville Vapor before. 
But I'm going to tell you something. Those guys are a great group of dudes, man. They, they really do give a shit about the vaping community. And I'm going to talk about a situation when we get to Dumbass of the Week. And the way these guys handled that, Letty, you know about it. Yeah. Was was just first class, man, it and is. and it made me have a lot of respect for them because they're not they're not going to stoop to that level, and I respect that. So shout out to Greenville Vapor, the guys that I talk to the most, Jonathan, the owner, Adam, and Richard. Definite shout out to you guys. Podcast movement. You may have heard us talk about podcast movement, but man, they really do a lot for the podcasting community. They always retweet our episodes that I put on Twitter. Hell so yeah. that's cool. And, I mean, they have a big following. They do seminars and stuff. So shout out to Podcast Movement. And last but not least, Greenville Ghost Hunters, EJ and Kevin, we really like those guys. Really cool having them on the show. It's probably one of my favorite episodes. Oh, man, it was Me a personally. Blast. And the Paranormal Guinea Pig, as I'm naming Kevin. The Paranormal Guinea paranormal Pig. Paranormal Guinea Pig, because he, he kept saying that on the show. It cracked me up. And Ghost Hunt Weekends, even though we don't know them, they sound like great people, actually got EJ and Kevin there start to chat and Stacy of Ghost Hunt Weekends. Hey, we don't know you, but we feel connected to you. You guys seem like a great group of people, and those are our special shout-outs, yeah, Shady. Hey, Thank you yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right, Letty, on to same bullshit, different day. Hell yeah. Letty, you know last week we did our rock supergroup. Oh, man, we had we had some amazing supergroups last week, and I was so excited for it. <laughs> what would you pay to see them two bands? Them two bands? Honestly, no honestly, bullshit if you had to if, pay. If I could see them, I wouldn't see it. I mean, if the tickets were like... If they were $1,000, I probably would. would. I, I, I would draw the line at a grand. Well, this week, Letty... Let's flip the script. We're doing rap, lady. Oh, man. Gonna have us a rap group. Fuck yeah. Guys, you know us. We do literally do it off on the, the fly. Off the top of our heads. Live on the podcast. So, I'll go ahead and start. We'll start at our number five. We're doing single single rappers, obviously. Man, that's a tough one. I'm going to probably start with, I'm going to say most deaf. Hell yeah. All right. Who would you oh, order man, number five mine. spot? Bon, I'm gonna have to give a shout out to my girl Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, Missy oh, Missy be putting Dude, it down. She, I read earlier, is yesterday. She is, if she is inducted into the Riders Hall of Fame, she will be mm-hmm. the first ever female rap artist to be inducted into the Riders Hall of Fame. I'd say she will be. I hope so. Like she, she's been nominated with like Mariah Carey was another one that I remember. Boo! Wow! Uh, wow! Cat Stevens. Was his oh name. yeah, he Hell was in yeah. that. So yeah, they they got like some hella good people lined up, and only like five of them get inducted. Oh so, yeah, yeah, you got to vote and shit. Yeah. yeah, some shit like that. All right, on to number four. My number four would be Rakim. I mean, need I say more? He's a fucking rap legend, dude. All right, who's your number oh, four, lady? All right, just give me a just give me Eminem. Eminem. I mean, yeah. Th- these are in no way, shape, or form in the order of my favorite to least or least the yeah. best, but. It's just who's coming to the top of my mind. Well, that, that would actually be uh, that number three for me would be Eminem. Yeah. I mean, you. how do you have a list without Eminem? Exactly. Who's your number three list? Number three. Give me Tech. Mm. Tech, Eminem, and Missy so far. Yeah, good. that's a hell of a group, dude. Dude. It's just going to be all about lyrics. It's all my group's about. Hell yeah, dude. All right, number two. Tupac. Tupac. 
Gotta have two, Pac. Number two for me. Yep. Let's let's throw let's throw some more let's throw some more females in there. Give me give me Lil Kim. Oh, Lil Kim, good call. Give, give me Lil Kim just because give me that harder edge and what Nicki would yeah. give me. And the last spot, the number one spot, man, I'm gonna tell you this right here. It, this was to be a tough one, but I got Nas. You got Nas. Yep. That's who, that's who I was favorite. thinking too. I was thinking Nas too. Yeah. Hell Nas. yeah. Is that your number one yeah, too? Yeah, my number yep. one would be Nas. Like butter, baby. Moving right along. We'll start. My number one spot belongs to Nas. Second spot, Tupac. Third spot, Eminem. Number four, Rakim. Number five, Most Def. Most Def and really Tali Kweli, they were a group, Black yeah. Star. They would probably be like a tie for me for number five because, man, I just love them both lyrically. Oh, yeah. But Letty's top five. Letty, who's your number one spot? I got Nas at number one. Number Lil' Kim at number two. Yep. For my number three, I got Tech, Eminem's four, and Missy Elliott's number five. Guys, that is our rap supergroups. Let us know yours. We didn't really hear a lot from last week's, but guys, I mean, we want to know your top oh, yeah. five because music, is, like I said, it's a huge part of my lady's life. And I, <laughs> I, I always like to, hey, name your top three. Name your top five. Like, I always loved those type of oh, yeah. doing those things. That's my know? thing because everybody's like, name your favorite. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't give you my favorite. Yeah, I, I always... can give you, like, my top three, top five, depending on the genre or what we're talking about. Because, I mean, there's just so much different shit that I listen to that I yeah. can't really give you a number one. Yeah, exactly, and I think these are a, a hell of a group right there. Wow! How dude. much? How much would you pay to see them? How much maybe? would I pay to see them right there? I'd pay a thousand dollars. Oh hell yeah! I feel like these would probably be way more, but uh, you oh, imagine yeah. if those were God, dude. If they were real. They should do a contest or something like that, like seeing if they could get somebody's top five together. Like, oh, man. That would be, or somebody do a documentary or something. That'd be cool. All right, moving on to the. Highlighted band or artist of the week. Letty, who you got this week? All right, this week I'm throwing it back to my middle school days, like back when emo hair was at the peak and everybody was raw XD and all over fucking yeah. MySpace. <laughs> my band this week is Tokyo Hotel. Now, they're more of like a softer alternative band they got their screams in there every now and then but it's an all-around great band a little bit about them tokyo hotel is a german rock band founded in 01 by singer bill collitz guitarist tom collitz drummer gustav i'm not gonna try and pronounce your last name schaefer schaefer yeah schaefer and bassist i'm guessing that's george george yep. listing yeah its sound encompasses multiple genres including pop rock alternative rock and electropop the quartet has scored four number one singles and has released three number one albums in its native country they did really great in germany like all of the record sales compared to the u.s which they didn't really get too big over here the only, the way i found this band honestly is one of my friends had them on their shirt and i looked at her and i was like have you listened to them are they any good she goes honestly no mm-hmm. i've never listened to them i'm like well how the what the fuck do you have the shirt and she's just like I think the lead singer's hot or some shit like that. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I looked him up and I actually enjoyed him. I mean, it was it was different for me at the time, but I really enjoyed listening to him. Uh, three songs I got for you. The first one, Scream. Um, it's just one of them things that comes on. You just jam out immediately. That's how it's always been for me. Second song I got, it's uh, Automatic, which is 
the first song I ever heard from them. Mm-hmm. Whenever I seen the music video, I was confused on if mm-hmm. the lead singer was a dude or a chick because yeah. he's got one of them higher pitched voices. But at the time, like I said, it was the peak of the emo days, and you couldn't tell if a dude was a chick or not. So it kind of threw me off. But it was it was so memorable that I ended up listening to the band. And then uh, my last song is probably one of their more famous ones here in the U.S. and it's called uh, "Ready Set Go." And it's one of them songs, like, you listen to it, you you want to get up and accomplish whatever the fuck it is you were doing. That's my band for the week. Tokyo Hotel. I mean, them three songs. Go check them out. Still making music to this day. I thought they quit back in, like, 2013, but they're still making music. I thought they were Asian. I don't oh, know man. why, dude. They just seem... Well, I mean, this, this... name Tokyo Hotel. Yeah. And they're just, like, German rock band. I'm just like, wait a second. I didn't. I didn't think that. But they But you were know, German it's probably either. like a cool story of it how they got is. the name. Like it just seems like it would be. Oh yeah, and the uh, lead singer and the guitarist—they're twin brothers. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, man. DT, who you got this week? Me. I'm gonna go. And there was actually an anniversary of their uh, their third album, Midnight Marauders, with uh, actually was released on the same day as Enter the Thirty Six Chambers by the Wu Tang Clan. That was last week, actually. Forgive me, I don't know the exact (coughs) date right off right now. But it's A Tribe Called Quest, uh, one of the legendary, legendary hip-hop groups. One of my all-time favorites. I just, I love their style. They got pretty much that, just, their style varies. Just, I love the structure of their songs, man. They're just a great group. They're an American hip-hop collective formed in 1985 and originally composed of MC and main producer Q-Tip, who was a great rapper. Oh, yeah. MC Fife Dog, DJ and co-producer Ali Shaheed Muhammad, and MC Jerobi White, who left the group amicably in 1991 after release of their debut album. White continued to contribute to the band sporadically before rejoining for their 2006 reunion. That was a big deal right there. Along with De La Soul, the group was the central part of the native tongues and enjoyed the most commercial success out of all the groups to emerge from that collective. They were, man. They definitely set themselves apart, man. Oh, yeah. Jungle Brothers actually should have been probably more recognized before Tribe Called Quest, but they were a big part in them getting there. But but three songs that I have for you guys, definitely check these out. Uh scenario is the first one second one is electric relaxation i mean this song i love these songs they're classics even check out the video they're old school and they're so cool and the last last one is can i kick it and those are just three great songs a lot of people's lists i'm sure would be way different than this list i'm telling you they had so many great songs so but that's it, guys. Tokyo Hotel and A Tribe Called Quest is who we have for you this week. You know, like I said, these guys have been around a while. Most of y'all have probably heard them. If you have not, definitely go check them out and oh, yeah, check definitely. out those three songs from each artist. They're great. All right, Letty, moving on to the dumbass, dumbass. of the week. Letty, I'm going to go ahead and start off on this one, if you don't mind. Take it away, DC. So my dumbass this week, man, and, it, it, you know, this really disappoints me because in the vape community... To me, look, man, I understand business is business, Letty. I oh, yeah, under- it is. I understand. But at the same time, you got to have you gotta have morals in life, dude. Oh, yeah, you, gotta you have, have to. You got to have fucking dignity and self-respect. And, and understand, man, if you want to build your success off shitting on other people, I, I don't have respect for you. I oh, don't give a fuck. Not. I don't care about business is business. I don't care about none of that. 
Rocky Top Vape Shop. We now have one here in Greenville. They're a pretty popular chain, vape chain. And I'm not a huge fan of these guys, but hey, ever, a lot of people were, for some reason, excited that we were getting one here. I actually didn't know they were here yet until I'd seen it, I think, on Facebook or something. Anyway, I go in Greenville Vapor the other day, and I'm sitting there talking to the guys. Adam and Richard were there. They had mentioned to me one of their customers had come in saying at Rocky Top that if you pretty much shit on Greenville Vapor, they kind of use it like as a reference and you just that, shit on them. That, that's some bullshit. You because, get a discount. I mean, yeah. That's, that is some straight up bullshit. I mean, it, it, it just, when he said it to me and, and you give them a discount for that. So you reward somebody for shitting on another company, company. That, that quite frankly... You know, there's enough people here. I mean, I don't think Greenville Vapor is really going to lose from Rocky oh, Top no. being here. A few people that I talked to had thought that. I, however, don't. I went in there, and I was very, I'm like, if if this is what we get, I mean, they definitely don't have nothing to worry about, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, and the thing with Greenville Vapor is if you go in there, you know, you get your account set up, and, you know, you spend a certain amount, you get... A 10% discount, yep. no matter what. You don't have to go in there talking shit yeah. about another company, dragging another company company's name through the fucking dirt. So, you don't have to be an asshole about it. Exactly. And I they even talked about it. And you know, man, they were so cool about it. Like, I was like, oh, well, you all should do the same, you know, kind of kidding around. And they were like, you know, honestly, we just we don't want to stoop to that level. Exactly. So you see what I'm saying? They could easily have done the same thing if they chose not to. Because they understand, man. They understand. Like, hey, look, dude, we're all in this together to get people off smoking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you ain't going to refer your fucking customers over here or anything. But, I mean, they're not shitting on Rocky Top. Oh, no. And I don't know. I personally, if Rocky Top closed tomorrow, I wouldn't shed a tear. I just, I lost a lot of respect. Not that I had a lot for them anyway. I mean, nothing against them. I just, I don't see what the big deal is, why people like them. They're overpriced. I've never had like a pleasant experience with anybody that worked in the one in Johnson City. I don't know, man. It just made me have a lot, lose a lot of respect. So for that, Rocky Top Vapor, you're my dumbass of the week. Letty, who's yours this week? Well, this week, I mean, I really didn't get to have one because, yeah. I mean, I just ran out. So, I, I mean, I'm basically going to say Rocky Top too because yeah. that is it's just some straight up bullshit. You don't sit there, and especially if it's a local company. You don't sit there and drag their name through the fucking dirt. Exactly. You know how hard they work to get to where they're at now? Yeah. Just because you're a part of some fucking chain vape shop. You're basically the McDonald's of vape shops. Yeah. I around mean, around here anyway. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Letty. So, I mean, they were they've been here doing Oh that. yeah. Greenville Vape has been here. Greenville Vape is honestly the only vape shop I've ever went in. Not yeah. just because they've treated me with such good customer service and they've helped me learn a lot of shit that I see no point in me going in anywhere else. Well, you know, one of the first experiences I had, like, they were even talking to me, like, look, dude, if you're new to vaping, like, we're not going to have you come in here and recommend you get some oh, yeah. expensive shit. You don't get a lot of people that would tell you something like that. Oh, yeah. And it's cool that, yeah, they. I'm sure they have to make money. I'm sure they... I mean, let's be honest, that's the name of the game, but I like how respectable they are, how good they treat their customers... And it, I always just, it's cool, man. It's like talking to your buddies when oh, you're yeah. in there. You know, they make you feel included. So 
I don't think Rocky Top can hold a note to that. That's my opinion. I, oh, yeah. They, they really can't. Oh, I mean, one time my friend looked at me because I had to go get some, had to get a new bubble glass for my vape. And uh, I was looking, you know, the only place I've ever been has been Greenville Vapor. And my friend was driving me around, and she's like, which vape shop are we going to? And I looked at her, and I was like, what do you mean, which vape shop? She goes, oh, ain't that new one here? And I was like, I just laughed at her. I yeah. just laughed at her, and she goes, well, the Greenville Vapor it is. And I was like, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a loyal customer to wherever I go. I go to the same liquor store. I go to the same vape shop. I go to the same damn gas station most of the time. Yeah. So, I mean, if you treat me with good service, I ain't going anywhere else, and that's what Greenville Vapor has proven, and Rocky Top's just apparently just doing a dick move, and that's why yeah. they're my dumbass of the week. Yeah, I forgot you had the same one there you agree with. They are rewarding yeah. people. Think about it. If you're just some, even if you've never been in Greenville Vapor, you go up in there and you just shit on them, they're going to give you a yeah. fucking discount. So, I mean, just, I don't know. I just think it was a scummy move. It is. And honestly, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected that from Rocky Top, and I just think I just think it's shitty, man. I really do. And yeah, I'm probably making a bigger deal about it than they were. They like they wasn't really even too worried about it. They just kind of thought it, you know, like just wow. an interesting story. But, yeah. But I mean, it pisses people off. Yeah, it really it made me lose a lot of respect for them. <laughs> Pretty much whatever little bit I had gone. It's just gone. All right, Letty, moving on to the Urban Dictionary Urban Word Dictionary. of the Week. And Letty, what's your word this week? Mine this week is haunting. If y'all don't remember, it was a few episodes back. I'm pretty sure I've done ghosting. Well, this one is a variation of ghosting, in which the ghoster continues indirect contact with the ghosted by liking and faving his or her social media content. The example I got for you. It's it's pretty lengthy one. Yeah. I mean, DT was just like, hell, how long is this fucking example? Yeah, exactly. Says, I was an emotional wreck when Ken ghosted me because I thought we had something special. But now he's haunting me every time I see he rewatched my Snapchats. That's just like something I feel like a serial killer says. It's just like... <laughs> Is that not what it sounds like? <laughs> I mean, like, oh, it, I don't know. Definitely. I mean, ghosting is, is a shitty move to do in general. I mean, yeah. especially if... You know, you have a reason to stop talking to them. At least tell them. Yeah, exactly. But if you're sitting there and you ghost somebody, but you're over there just fucking liking everything on Facebook, you're watching their Snapchat stories. Yeah. That's an even more shitty move. You're just like, I don't want to talk to you directly, but yeah. I want you to know that I'm still watching you. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like yeah, it's kind of like the dude who just stares or something. He just or, stares or, or the across chick. the room. Yeah. I mean, I I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> I have that shit happen to me at work. Yeah, God, I know. Oh, man. DT, what's your Urban Dictionary Word of the Week? Mine this week is going to be squat up. I had picked this word really because I thought, you know, we were going to have Mo and Ben back on. But I actually like it because you kind of can use it probably on like Fortnite or video game, whatever it may be. But it's get your crew together, arm yourself, get help. I just thought that that fucking meaning was just crazy. That's great. And the example is, yo. Yo, all right. if you, you want to start beef with me, you better squat up because you ain't nothing by yourself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hell yeah. I just thought that was hilarious, but uh, for the, that's my word this week. And uh, guys, let us know your Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. I know some people like this segment a lot, and uh, 
we just kind of want to hear more from you guys to these segments you know people just kind of giving us their take on them oh yeah we we need a word that's going to top duck butter uh, yeah, it, we have been hard. Yet. i think we've had a couple that have been close gotten close but that nothing has topped our very first urban dictionary word yeah which we, is duck butter we might we might have to have to bring it back like a reunion duck butter. oh my a reunion of urban duck, dictionary but that sounds yeah. disgusting <laughs> i mean next week is what episode 30 dirty 30 dirty 30 dirty 30 all right guys moving on to We got week 11 in college football. You're going to be reading the NFL week 10. Oh, man. Man, we had a crazy week, Letty, let me tell you. Let me me tell you this. Last week's, I didn't get to tell y'all, but the Cowboys lost to the Titans. Oh, yeah, they were the Monday night game. Yeah, they were the Monday night game. I mean that even that even like pissed me off, and I'm not even big into sports. Yeah. Whenever you lose to the Titans, and but, but, we're in Tennessee. In in the Titans' defense, they actually were better this year than a lot of people thought. Oh really? Yeah, just That's... to kind of kind of maybe lighten the blow there. But... They lighten the no man. They still lost yeah, to Tennessee. No, you still so get I mean, it. yeah. So that 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 kind of that kind of gave me gave me a punch to the gut because me and Ben watched it off of his phone at work. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, but it was rough. But we will tough through it, Letty. But let me just go ahead and start with some scores, guys, of the top 25 of this week 11 again of college football. Number 14, NC State, was upset by a garbage Wake Forest team. I don't know. NC State, they're 1-3 and three their last four games. Uh, they got it rough right now. Number 13, Syracuse, who was on fire. Wow. Everybody thought when they beat us, like, oh, look, you got beat by Syracuse. Well, Syracuse is slaying people. Yes, they beat Louisville 54-23. to Holy shit. Louisville being unranked, they are struggling. I think they might have fired uh, Bobby Petrino, their coach, too, actually, after Damn. this game. Number 23, Fresno State, loses to unranked Boise State. Boy, Boise State's on fire. We got my Florida State Seminoles took on the number three team in the nation, Notre Dame. A lot of people thought we were going to get slaughtered, and you would be right. We lost 40 fucking two to 13. Holy shit. Dude, that's almost 200 points our opponents have put up on us in fucking three. Actually, if you put together a month, it's probably damn near that. Damn. Yeah, dude, like now our defense ain't playing good. We're all around <laughs> struggling. It's a bad time for us Florida State fans. We got two weeks left. We play a ranked Boston College and Florida team, our rival. Yeah. If we don't win both of these games, we our bowl streak of 36 seasons Comes straight of going to a bowl game is done. We have to Holy win both. Shit. Yeah, I'm nervous. But number one, Alabama took on number 16, Mississippi State, and beat them 24 to nothing, dude. Damn. Alabama's just slaying. Number two, Clemson took on that number 17, Boston College team we're facing next week. Clemson just, I mean, they won by 20, but they've shit. been beating people, you know, in the oh, 60s yeah. and 70s, so... That just shows you it's not going to be easy against Boston College. Number four, Michigan beats unranked Rutgers 42 to 7 number 24 Auburn took on number five Georgia a highly anticipated game oh, this damn. week in the SEC Georgia wins 27 to 10 unranked Oklahoma State ranked number six Oklahoma 
I actually was watching this game at work. No defense was present as Oklahoma <laughs> won 48 to 47. Number seven LSU beats unranked Arkansas 24 to 17. Number eight Washington State still on fire rolling beats unranked Colorado 31 to seven. Number nine West Virginia beats unranked TCU 47 to 10. Number 10 Ohio State Buckeyes mowing Letty's team. Woo. They beat number 18 ranked Michigan State 26 to six. Damn. You guys, you guys wasn't fucking around. Nope. Tennessee fans will be happy as unranked Tennessee beats number 11 Kentucky really? 24-7. to 7. Oh, my God. 24-7. Oh to 7. The Vols are playing better. Damn. Yeah, they're playing. I mean, they're 5-5, five and five, but There's hey, some man, teams that it worse. could be worse. <laughs> like my team, we're 4-5. <laughs> and five. Unranked Navy took on number 12 UCF. UCF wins 35-24. Unranked South Carolina took on number 15 Florida. Florida wins 35-31, which will be our last game of the year against Florida. Number 19 Texas beats unranked Texas Tech 41-34. Unranked Wisconsin loses to number 20 Penn State 22-10. Unranked Northwestern beats 20, number 21 Iowa. 14 to 10. Number 22 Iowa State beat unranked Baylor 28 to 14. That's going to do it for week 11 of college football, Letty. It was a hell of a week. It was a hell of a week. We've only got a couple more weeks Two left, more weeks, Letty. Man. Who's going to be in the playoffs? Will Florida State actually win two games and do something for right and quit disappointing all their fans? We don't know, Letty, we'll but Letty. We'll find out next week. <laughs> what happened in week 10 of the NFL, Letty? Week 10 Letty? of the NFL, we had the Panthers facing the Steelers. Steelers beat them 52-21. to The Redskins versus the Buccaneers. The Redskins pulled it out 16-3. to Damn. We had the Chiefs beating the Cardinals 26-14. to The Bills versus the Jets. Bills beat them 41-10. to Colts versus Jaguars. Colts beat them 29-6. to we had the Bears beating the Lions, 34 to 22. We got the Saints beating the Bengals, 51 to 14. The Titans actually got another win Damn. versus the Patriots, 34 to 10. See, dude, they beat the Holy fucking Patriots, shit. dude. I'm telling you, the Titans are better this year. Yeah. The Browns versus the Falcons, Browns won, 28 to 16. The Chargers versus the Raiders, Chargers won, 20 to 6. We are one and eight. Oh my God. This is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, Rams beat the Seahawks 36 to 31. Had the Packers versus the Dolphins. Packers won 31 to 12. Cowboys beat the Eagles 27 to 20. They say they better come back hell and yeah. get a fucking win after what the hell they did losing to Tennessee. And then we got a game tonight at 8:15. We got the New York Giants <laughs> versus the 49ers. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Let us know how your team fared in Week 11, or if they had a bye week. You know, say hey, we had a fucking bye week, or you know, let us know how your NFL team did in Week 10, unless oh, yeah. they had a bye week. But guys, moving on <laughs> to the newly improved story, story time. time. And Letty, we got a creeper. We got a. Oh, we do. We got a. I just shied my pants. Now, guys. Shied myself. This isn't a joke either. Like, we're being serious when we throw this disclaimer out. I mean, we believe in what we believe. And I don't know if you believe in this, but. Let's say you try it. Like, we're not telling you to do that. Number yeah. one. Don't, don't go out and do it. If you do go out and do it and you get fucked up. You, you're not going to put this back on us because, yeah. I mean, like, like what DT said, you have your own beliefs. We don't know if this shit works. We're not going to find out if this shit works. We just like the good story. 
We're gonna let you hear it. Yeah, don't don't be blaming your fuck ups on us if yeah. you decide to do it. Yeah, like we're not telling you to do it. We it's just these are things that interest us, so we're we're telling them. And you know, I don't know if this works or not or whatever. But guys, we got a long one ahead of us. Bear with us. Again, if you don't want to listen to us tell this story, head on over to www.creepypasta.com backslash the number 11 dash miles backslash, and you can read this story. But Letty, are you ready? ready? Oh, I'm ready, DT. Do you have something that you truly relentlessly desire? Despite your state of life, is there something else that you would go completely to the end of the world to get? Well, lucky for you, there's a way to achieve what you're looking for, and you won't need to go to the end of the world to get it. But you will need to go somewhere, and that place may be too out of reach for some. It's not that far away. Closer than one may believe, but there's requirements that some individuals may not possess. First, whatever it is that you seek, know that you must seriously desire what you want. In your eyes, it should be something you need. If you begin the journey without the correct state of mind, you will surely fail as it will be nearly impossible to turn back once the journey starts. The second requirement is that you will need a vehicle of a sort. Most use a car as it gives one a false feeling of protection that may, which may be what gets you through. There have been a select few that have used small motorized vehicles such as the ATV or motorcycle. But this has proven to be quite difficult as the conditions of the journey can prove to be too bothersome even during its early stages. Do not use a vehicle too large or noticeable as you will need some sort or like some of the cover night to be most safe. Also, while any sort of car will do, you may not want to choose the most expensive or cherished vehicle. You can take your new slick black Mercedes for the drive if you'd like, but don't expect it to come out in a pristine state. Make sure your vehicle is completely fueled before beginning the drive. The first task to accomplish is locate the road. If it doesn't have a name, it's not on the map, and technically it doesn't even exist. It will only show up if you're looking for it at, at night time, and you will only spot it if you know what to look for. Finally, you must be alone during the journey. You didn't think you'd be able to go with a group, did you? It must be night when you begin. Choose the time of night where you believe the roads are the least populated. Drive to any area that is just a stretch of roads surrounded by woods. Here's what you want to start paying close attention. If you're looking for the road, it will turn up eventually, but you need to search for the road's hint in order to pull down the night one. Once you're close, you will see or feel the signs, but what the signs will be will depend on what it is you desire. For example, if you're in search of wealth, you may spot shimmers on empty branches of trees as they resemble the shine of gold or diamonds. If you seek love, you may begin to see rose petals slowly dance in the light breeze blowing in the road's direction. If you seek revenge, you might sense an ever-growing feeling of heat or anger in your body as you approach. Just know what it is you really want, and you'll have no problem finding the turn. Once you're sure you found the revealed road, take a deep breath and turn onto it. At this point, you have officially started the nameless road, which will bring you through 11 miles, leading to whatever it is you seek. Each mile will test your desire and will expose you if you really do want what you're searching for. 
Before you go any further, stop the car and be weary of a few warnings. Do not turn on a radio during the drive. Do not use a phone during the drive. Reception would be cut off anyway. Do not open the windows during the drive. Make sure they are closed before you continue. If you are riding a vehicle without windows or a top, then prepare for the worst, as the odds are heavily against you. Do not attempt to leave your vehicle at any time. You'll never want to exceed 30 miles per hour unless you're desperate to make it through a section of the road. And most importantly, as with any drive, buckle up. Feel free to prepare and make sure you're ready. Once the road has been entered, time has stopped, so you don't need to worry about losing the night. Though you may not notice, you're not actually in your own world anymore. Take one last moment to realize that once the first mile is over, there is no turning back. If you ponder turning back at all, know that you shouldn't even be on the journey in the first place. Once all is done, start continuing on the road. On the first mile, you won't see much change. The road passes through mostly woods with a few miles being an exception. The air will turn a bit colder, in which you should turn on your heating system if a vehicle has one. You won't want to take your eyes off the road later. Take some time to calm any uneasiness by admiring some of the night sky. You'll see it completely lined with stars, more than what you would ever believe possible. If the weather was cloudy beforehand, you'll also notice the sky is now clear. On the second mile, the air will become even colder. This is primarily the reason why traveling in an open vehicle is very difficult. With each mile, the air will drop in temperature even if the season should be warm. If the air is too cold to bear, even with the heat on, your only option is to speed up. With each mile, the road also becomes more complex, taking more turns and showing an increased amount of road hazards. Be sure to always keep focused on the road in front of you in order to avoid as many bumps or obstacles as possible. Hitting a few rocks and potholes won't hamper your progress too much, but you'll want to keep it in the best condition for as long as possible. If your vehicle is forced to stop because of damage, then there's nothing left you can do but eventually freeze to death. On the third mile, you may begin to spot silhouettes of human figures in the linings of trees. Pay no attention to them. Even if they seem to get closer, it will be hard to persist peeking at their unnerving distant appearance, but to know that what they will reveal themselves later. At this mile, the road will become dirt if you weren't driving on it in the beginning, keeping on the center of the path as it will become narrow and wide at random intervals. On a quick side note, you should never attempt to turn around despite previous warnings. You'll be left on a path which never ends. You would simply run out of fuel eventually and be left to freeze in the cold conditions. On the fourth mile, you will not only see more figures, but you will begin to hear them. In the back of your mind, a very faint, unintelligible whisper will echo. This will come and go, but you can't stop them. If they become bothersome or distracting, try and tune them out by thinking of what it is you desire. Attempting to listen and determine what the voices are saying will only attract them to you, and you won't be far away from them as you can. They'll be closer later, so there's no use bringing them near you this early. On the fifth mile, you will come to a clearing. The lining of trees to your left will disappear to reveal a lake with no end, 
with a beaming great moon over the water. The illumination from the moon will be so spectacular that the vehicle's headlights will no longer be required. Restrain yourself from gazing at it. If you look at it, it's light for even more than a few seconds. The road in front of you will end, throwing your vehicle into the water, which you will freeze in mere minutes. The voices will be gone for this mile, but don't rejoice yet. They'll be back. On the sixth mile, take into account that you are more than halfway done. Despite the progress, you may lose hope here. The stars will have disappeared at this point, leaving the sky an empty black abyss. The clearing will have ended, leading you back into the woods. The only light you will have will be provided by your vehicle's headlights, but they will flicker from time to time, even if you're sure they're in perfect working order. If you have a radio in the vehicle, it will turn on here automatically. If you didn't turn it off beforehand, it will produce an overwhelming screech that will send you off the path. A calm voice will then begin to speak about your greatest fears. What is it you horror in your life? It will speak in a way that will cause you to visualize its words in your mind, so don't listen to it. If you begin to comprehend what it's saying, the horrors will prove too much for you to stay on the road safely. Attempting to turn off the radio will prove no use. Speed up if you need to. Just keep your mind off the voice and as much as you can. As you approach the end of the mile, the voice will fade out of the speakers, leaving your ears at peace for now. On the seventh mile, the voices from the figures will return. It won't sound like a whisper at the time, more like a distant screams, growing closer with each second. At some point on this mile, you'll hear one of them in your ear, as if it were right behind you. This is because one of the figures have found their way into your vehicle. Do not turn around. Their faces shock you to a paralysis leading you off the road. If you don't draw attention to it, it will become uninterested and hopefully leave. These beings are said to be the ones who have traveled down the road before, but were not successful. They live the remainder of their existence suffering in the darkness with their only goal being to bring other travelers down with them. It has been said from experience that these beings can't physically harm you, so as long as they don't cause you to wreck, you should be fine. On the eighth mile, slow down if you're going too fast. The road here takes very sharp turns, which is overshot will throw the vehicle into a pit through the trees. The cold is near fatal here. If you were to have a glass or a bottle of liquid in your vehicle, it would be solid in seconds. The heating system will become completely obsolete. Your headlights will flicker more, sometimes shutting off for a few seconds. You should brake if this happens, but do not completely stop. The figures will be following you at this point, and should you stop for too long, they will surround and trap your vehicle. More of their screams can be heard from outside your doors, sometimes even sounding of maniacal laughter. Their hands will claw at your windows, desperate to reach in and feel something living. Do not look at them. They won't block your windshield, and the last thing you want to happen is to crash and be trapped with them. If you don't make it from here, pray that it's the freezing that ends you. On the ninth mile, your vehicle will stall, the headlights will shut off, and as will all other systems inside. There's nothing you can do to prevent this. What you will need to do is close your eyes and immediately attempt to restart the vehicle. Keep your eyes closed as the figures will have surely surrounded you at this point. The starting of the vehicle will frighten them and they will all back away temporarily. This will give you a chance to start moving forward again. If you begin to hear the windows crack from their struggles, don't lose focus. The beings can alter the vehicle, but remember, they still do not have the strength that phys to physically affect you. You will hear nothing but their voices rampage in your mind, as there could be anywhere between a dozen or a hundred after you now. 
once you start the vehicle, floor it. Floor it so long as you can stay on the path. Once the mile's done, the beings will retreat. On the tenth mile, the voices of the beings will stop. If you were to look in your rearview mirror, do not actually do this. You will see them following you, but not as if they were chasing. They're watching you as if they were seeing you off. As you go down the tenth mile, the road will be smoother as if you were back on the first mile. The figures will be lining the sides of the path ahead of you. They won't be after you, but they will watch you as you pass. Some have theorized that the beings are impressed here, that you have come a long way on the journey to what you desire. This is false. They are not impressed, but they are happy. They are happy you are about to approach the next mile. They are happy because you are most likely going to your death. On the eleventh and final mile, everything in your vehicle will lose power, as it did on the ninth mile. The vehicle would normally be immobile, but you will still be moving. An unknown force will be pulling you forward. In the darkness, you will see a, a growing red light up ahead, as if it were a light at the end of a tunnel. Close your eyes and cover them. Do whatever it takes to make sure you do not see what you are about to go through. Covering your ears would also be helpful, but keeping your eyes covered should be a higher priority. The red light is another clearing, but there's no moon or lake this time. Once, it is, once it's entered, unrelenting and unconceivable noises will sound from all directions. No amount of bravery and conditioning will spare you from these sounds. The cold will turn to a merciless heat, burning all parts of the vehicle. You will feel the illusion of the flesh being burned off your bones, that every part of you is being destroyed as you travel through screams and audible suffering. As long as you keep your eyes closed and resist the urge to see where you are, you will survive the suffering. This will last a total of 31 seconds, but many fail to keep their vision closed during that time and are left to the worst fate of the road. Where is this mile located? Those who have survived do not know. Some have named it the transmission from hell, but whether it's part of hell is, de is debatable. After the final mile, power will return to your car. Stop the vehicle, take a moment to possibly regain some of your sanity, let the screaming in your ears begin to fade and know that you have nearly completed your journey with the hardest task to overcome. Breathe and begin to drive forward once again. After only a kilometer, your vehicle will arrive at a dead end. Stop here and don't attempt to move again. Nothing will happen right this second, but do not be disappointed. Relax and close your eyes. Imagine in your mind it is what you've desired this entire time. It will most likely still be the same as you entered, but with, the, but with some, this desire may actually change, though making this journey. Think about what it was you want through the terrifying and difficult means to acquire and imagine possessing it in your hands. Once you have completely visualized this, slowly open your eyes. You will then find yourself at the beginning of the unnamed road where you first began. This may confuse you, but know that you are finished. Your task is done. Your mind then turned to reward if what you desired was material check the back seat as a truck is if the object is larger if the object was small enough it might already be in your pocket if what you want desired was non-material then do not be disappointed if the change is not immediate turn back to where you came from and you will find in your life that what you wanted is there you may have found the love of your dreams you may have gained unnatural unimaginable powers you may have put your most hated enemy to the most satisfying revenge possible. You will have no doubt gained what you deserved. So now that your task is done, what's the catch? Is your vehicle cursed? Is there something you're about to lose? Is your death imminent? The answer to all is no. 
of course. You've done the challenge. You've proved worthy of what you desire. As stated before, the sounds of the 11th vial will continue to exist in your mind, potentially causing you some vivid and unusual nightmares, but they should prove as nothing compared to what you've gained. Now, one last question. Is there something else you desire? Are you not yet satisfied? After all, you're left right back where you started. The road's right in front of you, so are you up for another drive? If so, buckle up and just move forward. Fuck that. Credit to Holy Richard shit. Southard, by yep, the way. Richard Southard. Man. I mean, if you... Letty, what would you do if you fucking experienced that? <coughs> I, I, I'm going to start with no thank you. Nah, there, there's nothing in this life that I want that <laughs> would make me drive to those ends. Yeah, and I mean, so what? Like, if I said... Okay, well, I, I, I want $500,000. They're telling me at the end of this, it'll be sitting in my back It'd seat. It'll be sitting what? either your back seat put, or your trunk. Who put the money there? I don't know. <laughs> who got $500,000 in the afterlife? <laughs> who, who just got a random-ass car just sitting around ready to take this journey? There's probably some motherfuckers that do it. Holy I mean, I, I guarantee you people have tried it. I know because the elevator game, yeah. Ritual Creepypasta, That'll be one we'll talk about. People have tried that, but you're not supposed to film it, and they put it on YouTube, yeah, so, you of can. course, nothing yeah. happened. But, guys, again, that's creepypasta.com backslash the number 11-miles. That's a, a ritual creepypasta we really like. Oh, yeah. Again, we're not telling you to do it. Matter of fact, oh, don't God. do it. Yeah, don't do it. I mean, even if that does come true, holy shit, why would you want to go yeah, through that? Yeah, why would you want to go through all that? Knowing yeah. you, there's these figures that you can't look at and shit. Yeah, and you know you're going to look at them. I mean, oh, come yeah. on, dude. Your curiosity, I mean, this guy's piquing your interest so much. There'll be somebody oh, dumb yeah. enough to try this. All right, Letty, moving on. Alright guys, we've done Marvel vs. DC before. Well, we're going to dive a little bit deeper. Today in the arena, we have something special and a debate that has been going on for years. If you love comic books, you definitely know about these two and the battle been going on. Going head-to-head for many, many years. So today we have a special battle breaking out our inner nerd and love for comics and superheroes to decide who would truly win between these two comic book and now Hollywood big screen giants. Today, we have facing off DC's Justice League. We got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, just to name a few, versus Marvel's The Avengers, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk. We are all huge fans of both. But we're going to break it down, these matchups, and decide who we think, in the end, would win between these two. going to be tough, but we got this, Letty. Now let the battle commence. All right, Letty. So, first off, which one do you choose? Mine's going to go to Justice League. Yeah, Because, I, I mean, you got Superman, I mean, Wonder Woman, Batman, Batman fucking The Flash. The Flash, I mean... Superman, hands down. I mean, yeah, unless unless on. one of them's got some goddamn kryptonite somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I the website that I'm gonna do this on, which is the Tilt that with a tilt having a Y in it instead of an I, dot com, they uh, they did a poll, and believe it or not, 
59.6% over to uh, were the Avengers. The Justice League had 40.4%. And I'm just really surprised by that. I could get if it was like uh, 49 to fi- yeah. 49, whatever, Split to 50. Yeah. But man, I did not think it would be that close. Let's see here. So let's just kind of do some matchups and see. Well, let's go ahead and start with Superman. I think you would probably have to put Superman against Hulk, right? I mean... Super strength, that's super about the strength. only thing that it'd match up on, yeah. So let's start there. Who do you think wins between Superman and Hulk? I'm going to say Superman. I would agree. I mean, Hulk, you know, he's badass. And, and there is actually, if you guys go on YouTube, forgive me, I can't think of the guy's name. I think he puts out a video once every so many years, but it's like Superman versus Hulk in this one, and this video is unbelievable. Just go type in Superman versus the Hulk, you'll see it. Oh, yeah. But this would be a crazy matchup, and I do think this one would probably, it wouldn't just be Superman walking all over. Oh, God, no, it wouldn't be. There would be a lot of destruction, a lot of chaos. Yeah. There's going to be buildings slammed on top of each other, cars, I mean... But I think ultimately it's going to come down to Superman defeating the Hulk. Yeah. All right, next we got Batman. I think you got to put Batman probably against Captain America. Captain America. And I, I personally, I, I think Batman will probably get him. I think it would be close, though. Oh, yeah, that's one of them things that just the littlest thing is what's going to choose the winner. Yeah. It's either going to be... A misthrown batarang, yeah. or he's gonna throw the fucking shield and just knock his ass out. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. It's, it's it'll be close, but I want to say Batman would win. All right, next we got Wonder Woman. I think you gotta put Wonder Woman. You probably gotta throw her against uh, you know, Black Widow. I mean, pro- that would probably make a sensible I mean, match. And <laughs> I. Me, me, I, I gotta Wonder go. I gotta go. Black Widow go on Black this Widow. one. Yeah, Wonder Woman probably probably would win, but I think Black Widow is a bad bitch. And oh, she is. Yeah, she I, she is hands down. I mean, I don't know. I guess Wonder Woman would probably win, but I would like to see Black yeah. Widow win. She's actually one for uh, Team Avengers. I do like. Who would you pick? I would say I would say Wonder Woman would get the win. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's probably right. Okay, next we will have Thor. Let's do Thor versus Green Lantern. Yeah, Green Lantern. There you go. Oh, there man. you go. Yeah, perfect battle. Oh, man. That right there would be, that'd that be would interesting. Be as long as we ain't going off the Green Lantern movie that came out, we're yeah. good. Yeah, we're that not. That was terrible And shit. I would pick the Green Lantern. <laughs> Let's see. Me. Sometimes I want to give it to Thor, though. Yeah. I mean, I could see it going to Thor. I think Green Lantern will probably get him. Uh <coughs> I think it would be tough. It though. would be it would be a neck and neck thing, but I, I could see Thor carrying it out. Next, we got the Flash. You Iron Man. You would have to put him against Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, because he'd probably to. be the only one that could probably be moderately just keep up with him yeah. moving so fast. I'm gonna be biased here, and plus I think he would beat Iron Man. I I gotta say the Flash. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Flash would win. Yeah. Because I mean, eventually that suit's gonna run out. Yeah, and the Flash. Or he's yeah. just gonna get tired of it. Yeah, and I mean it would be it would come down to definitely be a battle of speed, and I oh, just yeah. no nobody's faster than the Flash, dude. All right, last let's do one more. I think we gotta do Green Arrow versus Hawkeye. Versus Hawkeye, yeah. That right there battle. is gonna be that right there. That would be a tough. One. That right there is tough. It's one of those things where you would have to like sit down and really think about what would happen. I just think Hawkeye wins this one. 
because I think you know he's got the explosive True. arrows. True. Uh, I I do think he's a little quicker than Green Arrow. So yeah, I would go Hawkeye. No, I'll go Hawkeye. All right. But it'd probably be one of them. It, it's they have always been neck and neck. Yeah. They would just be. They'd be great to see played out. Yeah, exactly. And I think that would be another close battle. Oh yeah. I could even see it coming down to more hand to hand stuff. You know, oh, like yeah, one of what it is with the bows. Yeah, they kind of knock their bows out and got to fight it out like that. But guys, let us know your matchups, who you would like to see between these two, and let us know which team you picked. We're both going with the Justice League, baby. Oh yeah, we, we, we both went with Justice League, but there were a few matchups that we said that went to the Avengers, so we're not biased. Yeah, I you, mean you the Avengers. Individu- yeah, they won the this poll. Well, it says fourteen days until voting ends. But they're winning right now. But I mean, dude, they're up by almost twenty percent. So, yeah, so <laughs> a lot of people think the Avengers win. Hey, uh, I, I, I don't. The difference of opinion. That's one. Like I said, that debate right there is. One of them you can oh, see getting yeah. heated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You start some shit with it. All right, guys. Moving on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It has been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. Today, guys, we're going to talk about people who take advantage of services like offered to the less fortunate or like let's say those people that can't go out here and don't make a crazy amount of money and sometimes you need a little help whether it be from government services churches whatever it be but one thing that i can't stand and what today's rant about letty is fucking people that don't need that shit and they go get these services and take away from those people or end up fucking ruining it for those people that truly need it so that's what we're going to be ranting about today, guys. And, uh, you know, we want to know your take on this, so definitely let definitely. us know. So, Letty, let's have a rant. It's fucking rant, man. So, I've just known a few people that have done this. And look, man, I get it sometimes. You, you got it tough. You, sometimes you got to bullshit and lie your way through to yeah. make it through whatever. I get that. If you're truly in that type of a position. Yeah. I'm not talking about you go over here, you and let's say your significant other, whatever. Both of y'all are making money, and you just out here blowing it on dumb shit, and you fuck it up enough to where you can't afford a lot of food, and then you go over here and get these services. That that's where I, what I have a problem with. Yeah. And I get it. I'm not saying this is just the people that don't work. I mean, let's say you work and. All your money really probably does get taken up by bills or, you know, like I said, your family, which is obviously most important. Oh, yeah. And then you you really need these those people I understand as well. I, I can, I'm actually one of those. You yeah. may be one of those. I mean, but I can't stand if you're making 400, 500 up a week and you're with somebody that's making close to that, whatever. Like, I'm sorry. I, I just don't see why you need these services. Yeah, you don't need them. And yeah. I mean, you got the people who go out there and they take advantages of these, which, I mean, and then the people who need it, it ends up hurting them more because there's a bunch of churches around here that give away, like, Thanksgiving dinners or they'll, like, choose a family and help them with Christmas. Yeah. But then you get to some people who go off and they get these dinners, but a lot of these churches have took it down to, like, they can only help so many of the first families. Yeah. 
well, you get this motherfucker who's done got his Thanksgiving, just wants a little bit extra, takes their shit, but then you got a family of four who can't get any food at all, and this is what they were looking forward to, and they've already ran out. Yeah, exactly. So now you got a family of four with no Thanksgiving, and then you got some greedy fucker over here with like three turkeys and two hams because he went and got the shit from the fucking church. Yeah, and, and it pisses me off. And, you know, if they catch wind of this type of ship enough, I mean, and you can't blame them, they're eventually probably going yeah, to start gonna doing it. Yeah, shut it down. It. Yeah, exactly. Stop doing it. And it, it's ridiculous, man. And I just don't understand why you would want to do that and knowing there's people out there that need it worse than you. I don't know, man. I guess it really ultimately comes down if you've been in that position before as opposed to if you're just, like, starting, like, I can't even really say they can relate to that situation because technically they're not in it. Like, yeah. I, they're just probably out here blowing <laughs> money and they're like, oh, well, I, I, I don't... I can spend my money on this because I can go over here and get yeah. this food from this church, you know, whatever. And that's just wrong. It is. And it's bullshit. And save it for the people that really need it. Because I've been in that position, dude, where I've not had anywhere to stay, slept in fucking cars before. And I'm telling you, that life is a hard life. Oh, and yeah. those people really do need that help. And, and don't you're such a selfish prick. You're going to go over here and take away from somebody knowing you're going home and got a meal on the table and a place to rest your head. It just kills me because if you have never been there, it's hard for you. Yeah, to, it's, it's some hard people to have that respect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I mean, I, uh, I grew up, I grew up pretty poor. I had a one bedroom. We lived in a one bedroom house. We all had separate couches we slept on. Yeah. They like, I literally had a sheet for my wall once we got a twin bed in our kitchen for some reason was extra fucking long made no sense to me yeah but there would be days where we'd always kept food in the house yeah it might have not been what i wanted Mm -hmm. but i mean eating a can of peas and green beans for dinner is better than nothing exactly and there would be times where i'd be like where's mama at and my dad would be like well she went to the food bank and we would get so excited because oh man it a lot of people be like, oh, it's just a food bank. No, that means we're going to get to have some good food to eat for at least a week. Yeah. It might not last us for, well, us five long, but, I mean, it was better than nothing. Yeah, and I think that's what the food bank's a great place. I think offering food stamps, that's a great thing, too. I just hate it that there's people out oh, there yeah. that abuse this shit enough that fuck it up for other people that really need it. And I think if you do that, you're just a fucking selfish piece of shit. And, you you know, you don't deserve those services and you shouldn't oh, be no. going and getting them. And you really need to reevaluate and stop and think of somebody else that really needs it. <coughs> and, and, and again, if you work and you truly don't have any money for food left over, hey, man, I completely get it. Oh, yeah, it but happens. Just because you want to go over here and fucking go spend $200 at American Eagle. And you fucked up and want to get... Yeah, that's bullshit. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I know a lot of families that both parents work or they're separated, but they still, you know, put their kid first. They both work, but one one person has to get food stamps because they're just not making enough. I mean, it's ridiculous living, just living anymore. Yeah. Everything around here, even if 
you need a roommate, you still need at least a three bedroom because most people got kids. Yeah, exactly. And that right there, you're looking at five, five fifty, six hundred a month. Yeah. Plus everything else, and I mean, yeah, sometimes it's hard not to put food in the house. Exactly. And I mean, food stamps is a great way. I mean, food banks are amazing. And I mean, if you have to use them, don't feel bad. I mean, that's only if you now feel bad if you're taking advantage of them because you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. But. Yeah, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, there's nothing to be ashamed of because, I mean, growing up, I always thought that was, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. Because, I mean, I felt ashamed because everybody's just like, why do you get called to the office and bring back food? And I'm just sitting there thinking because I'm poor, but I never Mm -hmm. did say that. I'm just like, I just do. I mean, I learned a lot from when I... Oh, yeah. Though I was in those less fortunate situations, and you learn to appreciate things. And you learn to... You know, like eventually it gets to a point where you can support yourself. It's like sometimes you don't even want to take stuff from people. But, man, my mom said something to me one time, and I'll never forget it, and I've never forgotten, even though me and her aren't really talking. You know, still, I'll never forget this. She said, Daniel, sometimes everybody needs help. Yeah. And that's true. It is. And But when you truly need it like like have you ever met them motherfuckers that's got like five six cigarettes left but they'll go over here and bum a cigarette off of you because they don't want to take away like that that's the i mean that's totally different but that's what i'm talking about that type of mentality yeah i just don't get it man i got i got a cousin who used to do that shit bitch have like a whole pack of cigarettes talking about let me bum too like why the hell do you need to you got a whole pack there well i don't want to Mine. Well, I don't want you to smoke mine. But I'm telling you, she smokes cigarettes like a fucking maniac. Like, I mean, like a pack. Damn. Like, dude, she would burn through easy two packs a day. Damn. Like, I know whenever I ain't got my vape, I can burn through a pack a day like it's nothing. But Oh, she smoked that out the fucking wall. That, that's, that's probably half the day for her. Shit. Yeah, dude. But anyway, guys, that's, that's going to be it for the rant. Let us know your thoughts on that if you've maybe ever dealt with that or seen it i just it's something that bothers me something i felt we had to rant about letty i know you oh, feel yeah. the same oh yeah definitely and don't go off i mean i know we don't get a lot of comments but don't go off and say oh well if you don't want to use them services services get a job listen there are a lot of hard-working people out there that have yeah. to, still have to do it yeah it's just the way our fucking economy is and it's fucked up well and i'm i you know we refer to people that work too i mean sometimes oh, it's, yeah. it happens and we're not saying we're any better than anybody oh, or if you use not. those services it's just i just don't like people that just think that they're they're just entitled money. to yeah it. entitled to it because Fuck they that. qualify for it all right letty that's gonna do it episode 29 letty we're Hell almost yeah, a man. fucking 30 almost dude. dirty 30 dirty man. 30 but guys thank you all for tuning in we wanted to get something out to you you know thank y'all for bearing with us as our schedules differ sometimes we might record on a monday that the episode may not come yeah. out till thursday or friday but thank you guys for still tuning in, listening to us for episode 29 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, if you can't say anything nice, we'll gladly say it for you. We out. Peace. Deuces. Gobble, gobble, bitches. Gobble, gobble. <laughs>